Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning. Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY. Terry Slavens with you. And as usual, Angela Kennedy Robinson here to share a bunch of great information with us. And she has a special guest on the phone with us from yes, Colorado. That is right. Up, up bright and early this morning to join us at uh, 730 Mountain Time. So uh, we appreciate Mr. Steve Markin with, for being on the phone with us this morning. Good morning, Steve. And, Good morning, Angela. Um, Great to be here. Yes, thank you. And uh, we're coming off the holidays, and you know, we thought you, you were the perfect guest as we enter in um, the week after Thanksgiving when we've all, you know, foundered on turkey and we spent good quality time with our families. And, you know, what a blessing just, you know, and I, I know if uh, your family's like mine, we, we always say a moment of gratitude. We go around and say something that we're grateful for, and it's it's pretty special time for most families to be able to do that. And so, you know, we thought, what a better way uh, to get Monday kicked off before uh, the Christmas holiday holidays when people have family top of mind uh, yeah. than with someone that that's what kind of business they're in. They're in the business of keeping families together. And right. uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, a couple weeks ago, I had a, a client in, we were talking to a family and they um, they said, you know, both of our kids are responsible, but they don't get along, and we have no idea what to do for an executor on our estate. Um, we don't have a clue what to do for trustees on our estate because they'll end up hating each other by the end of this. And, you know, they came to a realization real quickly. But, you know, something that some pe- most people don't either want to think about or uh, maybe don't choose to think about or just say, oh, it'll be fine, <laughs> mm-hmm. is picking those two people when it comes to their estate planning. You know, kind of old rule of thumb you hear it all the time. Well, who do you want to name? And they pick a one of two people. It's either their oldest child or the most responsible child. Right. And, um, right. you know, you wrote a great story, Steve, and I'm, I'm going to let you tell this story, but, um, you know, th- that involves just this. And, and like I say, it's a great, great topic as we go through the holidays and we think about what do we want these holidays to continue to be like after we're gone with our right. families, right? So um, just to kind of introduce Steve, though, for just a second, um, you know, he is, uh, Stephen, again, we appreciate your time. We know you're very, very busy, especially this time of year. Um, Steve's an accomplished an attorney. He's actually a consultant to wealth managers all over the country, um, you know, which is wonderful. And, you know, his whole purpose behind what he does is integrating a family's financial, human, and social capital. And I think that's very powerful. You know, so many people just come at, at estate planning from a legal perspective when really that's not why you get it 
done. You know, most of the time it's it's to be able to protect your family. And um, he has an accomplished professional in law, tax, finance, philanthropy. And, you know, he's going to share some of that with us today. He's also the president of a 501c3 organization called Stewardship Council. It collaboratively supports and works through a national network of skilled professionals that focus just on this, assisting families and foundations with the professional advisor community and proactively addressing um, these character and relational challenges that are often encountered with meaningful wealth. And it also simultaneously establishes an inspiration and responsibility to have stewardship for the family legacy, which is awesome. So um, Steve also serves in the capacity as a professional um, trustee, a private trustee through professional advisors throughout the country. So we really, really appreciate your time, Steve. And, and you know, we always say um, at, at Kennedy Financial Services that what we bring to the table more than anything is experiences that we've had with the families we worked with over the last 28 years. And I can only imagine <laughs> these experiences that you've had. So um, in life, Lightness. Uh, share some things with us that you feel like people really need to be paying attention to. Yeah, thank you, Angela. And um, I, I, it's true, I do have a lot of experiences, both good and bad. The story that you alluded to was a story that unfortunately happens quite a bit with families. As they structure their estate, as you said, they oftentimes will put either the oldest or the most responsible member of their family in that position of the uh, estate fiduciary. And oftentimes that can be just fine. And certainly they're thinking about who should be that one, oldest or certainly the most responsible, is perhaps good thinking. But what is oftentimes overlooked and missed is it's not the person that's in that spot. It might be the others that are around that family. And I can just tell you, serving families all across the country in this regard, that if you get that wrong, the impact is devastating to the family and the relationship. And this story is one of many where the family did just that. They put their oldest son, who is also the most responsible, in that position of the state fiduciary, Mom and dad began to age. They began to suffer from uh, dementia. And so he had to uh, get involved in managing their financial affairs. They went on and um, continued to age. And the father passed first, mother then second. And his roles and responsibilities changed at that point. Now he had to go, instead of managing their financial affairs, really to gather their estate together, take care of their final bills, and then ultimately get to that point of disbursement. But what happened in the meantime is he had a sister. And the sister, she had uh, what I think most would say a love of money. And the most important thing to her as her mom and dad were aging was not really her care. It was more so what's happening to my money, my inheritance. And so uh, the son, like I said, uh, responsible. In fact, he had a lot of responsibility outside of his responsibility to his mom and dad that he stepped in that role. He was running a couple businesses. He had a family, so he also had a responsibility as a husband and as a father. So his life was busy, 
even before he stepped into that role of fiduciary. And as these events began to occur, he did the best he could when he could. In the meantime, his sister, because he was not um, reporting to her as much as she would have liked, um, she then began to get suspicious because her objective was, I want my money. And uh, she ultimately went to an attorney, got an attorney, and now the communication really got complicated. He then had to get an attorney himself. Mm. So you can just imagine the tension, and the cost, the amount of money that's expended, and ultimately the relationship that completely went away. Mm. Ultimately, the estate was, was resolved. He did nothing bad. Um, she got her estate inheritance. But the thing that certainly their mom and dad wanted most was gone. And that was the relationship, the continued relationship of the family. What a sad story. Well, that is very, very sad. And the problem is, is it's not just one person's story. No. It's many people's story. When we come back, we're going to talk more to Steve about what you can do to maybe mitigate some of this and have those good Christmases and Thanksgivings after you're gone. It's all coming up next on Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWBY. Segment two of Life Planning 101, a whole lot of great information to get to, so let's get going, Angela. Yes, um, and we have a special guest on the show, uh, Mr. Steve Markin of Trustee Services Group and of Stewardship Council, and we surely appreciate you being on the show again, Steve. Thank you so much. Um, this has been you know, a, a great topic. We have done the whole month of November about simplicity, you know, trying to make your life simple. And you know, one thing that I often see people do is that uh, they have one of two things is that they don't get their estate planning done because it's too complicated and they don't have solutions for the, the hard questions that they know need to be answered, but they refuse to answer. Or they make a quick estate plan that leaves a disaster um, behind them. And you just told us one of those stories of a disaster left behind uh, mom and dad. And, you know, the, th- the sad thing is, is I guarantee you mom and dad wouldn't have never set things up that way if they dreamt that that could have happened. You know, it's like that that right. country song, just give it away, right? Right. <laughs> you might as well just give it away. And, you know, and, and I think that is a powerful thing because part of what you do, and, and I love um, one of the things you always talk about is the challenge of affluenza, you know, um, meaning when kids are raised uh, with money, you know, the, the thought process and how to be able to overcome that. And just like this daughter here that had a love for money, you know, how do you overcome overcome that and what can you actually do in setting up your estate plan and and more so your legacy you know this isn't just your documents but your legacy mm-hmm. to be able to prevent these things from happening yeah angela it's it's interesting wealth itself has no character i like that but what happens to that wealth depends completely upon the character of the one that whose hands is in which it's put and so it is important as anybody constructs their estate is to really draw out what is the purpose of the wealth? What do you want the wealth to accomplish for those that you really care and love? 
And then as you look at those that you care and love, who you want to benefit, how will they receive it? Will it ruin them? Or will it be something that ultimately destroys them? Um, there's a, a story of a, a, a young gal that sued her father, incredibly wealthy, sued her wow. father, and I don't know the details of this, how she could even do it, <laughs> but settled while he was still alive for her share of the estate. Oh, my god! It's $25 million. Okay. Well, that's a huge chunk of money oh my that most would be just fine living out their days. The problem is it's not enough. So her character, obviously, there's some issues there. Uh, no and unless doubt. she resolves that, <laughs> it, it, we're not going to fix it. No, no. That, that might be an unfixable. <laughs> right. right. But it's so important to the, the, the families that I've had the privilege to work with. There's a couple common denominators that are there. One that I commonly see is they've worked with, and oftentimes it's a fi- their financial advisor who is skilled at drawing out that purpose of wealth. Why is it that we have it? What do we want to accomplish? And really, what is our legacy? What does our family stand for? And when a good financial advisor like yourself, Angela, can draw those deep waters out of a person, then they can go and they capture it within their estate documents. And I can't tell you how often I get just these legal, cold estate documents. That's not what we're talking about. No. Th- those are that, that legal stuff in there is important. It navigates the wealth, but the story behind the wealth, the purpose of it, that's what's really, really important. So work with a good financial advisor, draw that out, work with that financial advisor and having that estate plan um, put in place by the uh, attorney of the client selection and make sure that overarching story and purpose of the wealth is contained in there. Right. And then when that time comes, now what we have is we have a wealth, a clearly defined purpose of that wealth, and we've thought through those people that are going to receive it, how are they going to handle that? Sometimes they need somebody there to guard against themselves and their character. Um, And that's where a a trustee can come in. Sure. Um, And, you know, Steve, I want to bring up a point here because, you know, we mentioned wealth. And, you know, in the eyes of when you're doing estate planning, wealth means one thing. But, you know, we work with tons of farmers and ranchers, small business mm -hmm. owners that, you know, they may have a $10 million estate, but they don't feel wealthy. Mm. Um, they're, they're, They're worried about money. You know, they're concerned about it. But if they were to die suddenly, and now the kids inherit $10 million, mm-hmm. got to think about that. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's a, you know, oftentimes we look at it, we look at it from an overall perspective. But when it's your own money, you don't feel wealthy a lot of times. And it's very right. important to realize, um, you know, to step back from your own situation and take a look at that. Right. It's so true. And as we come into the holiday season, you know, there's that great movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And you see there the importance of good character and the legacy that was passed down or was being established and was being passed down in and amongst the family. And that's going to serve them well. Um, Good times and bad are sure to come, but the character, as long as we have that good character and are able to manage that wealth appropriately, 
the family set up. That's right. For generations. That's right. So when we come back, more from Mr. Steve Markin, uh, our, our guest from Colorado that is absolutely wonderful. We're so privileged to have him on the show. You don't want to miss it. Final segment of Life Planning 101, Angela. Yes. And after all this, be sure to tweet us at KFS Life Planning. Do you think you may have holes in your estate plan? <laughs> you might not have thought so before today, but after listening to our special guest, Mr. Steve Markin, attorney, trustee, and uh, wealth professional in tax and finance and philanthropy and law, it just wonderful having you on the show. And you, one of the things that we feel so privileged to have a professional relationship relationship with you about is the fact that when we help a family create that legacy plan that you talked about in that last segment, you know, we of course go to a great attorney to get things drawn up, but we have you um, to send those documents to and to tell us, you know, this is working, this is not working. And, you know, that's powerful when you have three sets of eyes on your estate planning documents that are often a lot of legal mumble jumbo that you don't understand and there's hidden things in there. And I could tell you horror story after horror story of how bad documents are written or implemented. And I know, Steve, you can do the same from a trusteeship perspective on what you've seen. So um, can you kind of speak to that? Because I think that is a, a powerful, often overlooked step in all of this that is, is critical. Yeah, you know, what we have to remember is that the estate documents, they should reflect your story and your purpose. And so it doesn't, the legal mumbo-jumbo is necessary for certain tax and um, tax and legal reasons, but the story should nevertheless be there, and it should be, it should be reflective of you and the uniqueness of your family. The best estate designs and plans that I see in the best estate documents unpack, they not only have the story, but then they're also thoughtful as to who is going to play their particular roles in the transference of that wealth. As we discussed, oftentimes it is the, the financial advisor who is skilled and adept and has worked intimately with that family to get their personal story. And that's the driver for their whole estate plan. Well, it's a shame when that wealth transfers that that financial advisors not part of that continuing story they should be and so because they're the ones that drew it out and they're the ones that the family hand selected so there's ways that you can keep your financial advisor continue to be involved with the transfer of the wealth from one generation to the next and there's a it's a legal term it's called directed trust provisions where you simply name that you want your financial advisor to continue to be in that role. Oftentimes, the financial advisor cannot serve as trustee. So a trustee is really the overseer of the legacy. I think the best ones are where the trustee is responsible for perhaps the distributions from the trust and the administration of the trust and overseeing that everything is done according to your wishes as is set forth in the estate documents. But then they're also working collaboratively with the financial advisor of the family's choosing. The trustee usually comes in after the passing has occurred. 
So it's, it's very common that the trustee doesn't know that story. So to keep that financial advisor involved is fantastic. It helps. It helps with the legacy, the actual passing of the legacy, you know, and I I think that's so powerful. We actually have a personal story that we've worked um, through, through dad's passing, mom's passing, going to the two children. We've, we were at the the table with the attorney in every situation. Uh, One of the the siblings passed an early age with cancer. Um, So we are Mm. now dealing with her husband. And then now Mm -hmm. we also are dealing with her soon to be I call them soon to be grown but they're in college working with her children and Mm -hmm. you know there's there's three uh, generations there and you know we've been able to carry on grandma and grandpa's legacy because we knew we knew what grandma and grandpa wanted and we spent a lot of time with the family before grandma and grandpa passed not just an onset of here here's my financial advisor do business with them you know no it was a a relationship building during that process that that makes all of this work and it's very powerful it's very powerful to be able to help implement the things that you you do become concerned about after you you're gone you know what will those christmases and thanksgivings be like how can you protect them how can you make sure that everybody's still filled with joy and watching white christmas together you know and and not in separate households right right and uh that's that's very powerful so um steve is there one last thing if you know and and maybe i'm going to hit you sideways here but we've only got one minute left is (laughs) if you could give one piece of advice to any family out there um within a, a couple sentences what would that one piece of advice be to leave them with well yeah i would say think about it Think about your family. Um, As you structure your estate, that's your last statement. That is your legacy. Mm. Give the time and attention that it richly deserves. Think about your family multi-generationally and work with with wise counsel to go and help you to structure it in an appropriate way so that your family is blessed by your wealth and not destroyed by it. Powerful. Gave me chill bumps. Uh, Thank you so much, Steve, for being on the show again. We greatly appreciate it. Have a great one. And again, thank you so much for all you do for Kennedy Financial Services and the families that we work with. God bless you. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services, Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates, Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.